new episode starts now. Welcome one. Welcome everybody to another edition of the Look at Talk podcast. I'm your man, B. Jones. I'm the host of the Look at Talk podcast. And tonight we're bringing you an exclusive round. My guest tonight is holding it down out of Milwaukee. She is an artist. She's also a radio personality. She is the host of the Lifestyle podcast. It's Trish B. How you doing today? Well, I can't complain. I'm doing pretty good out here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, that's what's up, holding it down for Milwaukee. Um, how's how's everything going with this damn quarantine that's going taking over the country? I mean, it's it's taking a big effect. You know, we got a a, a lot going on as far as a, you know, like the stores closed, the stay at home order. Um, you know, the schools are currently closed, so therefore, you know, we're at home. We have to create like you know. Um, plans to keep the kids busy because we're at home with the kids too. So it's, 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 it's taking a big, you know, hold on the world. You got people sick, um, you know, family members sick with the coronavirus. Um, I have a cousin that's on life support right now from it. So it's, it's taking a big effect. Oh, damn. I'm sorry to hear that about your cousin. I hope they pull through and um, make it through it from this coronavirus. Yeah. Do you feel like uh, us black folks don't take the coronavirus seriously enough? Because I've been seeing all kind of people just still out hanging out like ain't nothing going on. Yeah, I, w- I would say that people are um, <clears throat> out here not like really taking it serious until it hits home. And once you get that um, family member or someone that gets it in, you know, in your family, then you begin to take it serious. But yeah, I most definitely don't think that. Um, you know, people are taking it serious as it is because um, the Corona-19 is most definitely serious. Yes. And I'm, now they finally here in Florida, they finally just put in um, for a curfew now. I'm like, it's crazy. It's going to be from 9 p.m. to 5 a.m., 5 in the morning. But it's good. But it's like, damn. Yeah. Ours, I, I understand. Yeah, go ahead. You know, I was going to say, yeah, because ours actually started on uh, March uh, 24th or March 25th. We had ours um, in place because um, we have over about 3,000 people here in Wisconsin that's affected with the coronavirus right now. Wow. At least y'all more ahead of curve than Florida is because Florida got way more and they just like dragging their feet with everything. Well, you guys are um, out there uh, like by Miami Beach and stuff and don't uh, forget or keep in mind that this is still considered spring break, so. Yeah, and that's and that's the reason behind it because our governor doesn't want to lose out on the tourism tourism dollars. So, I can I can kind of understand why, but still, we need to go ahead and just shut this thing on down, and it's that way this thing could just just um run its course. I agree. Anyway, getting back to you, tell me about this podcast called The Lifestyle. Um, yeah, so I just started the podcast um, called The Lifestyle, um, and what that means is it's just like a motivational podcast, like The Lifestyle of Me, um, and um, my name is Trish B. I am a gospel artist um, here out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I am also a single mom. Um, I also teach. I am a school teacher here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin as well. Um, so, like, the podcast that I started is pretty much about my lifestyle and not just so much of my lifestyle is just talking about things that we deal with on the daily 
and like how to overcome setbacks or overcome like, um, you know, failures in your life. Um, you know, just motivational techniques to keep you going, to keep you striving for the best. Um, Cause you know, it's a lot of uh, parents that's out here that's single. And if you know, it gets hard at times like raising your children and trying to stay focused on a career. Like I said, I'm a gospel artist and then still trying to, um, you know, educate yourself. Like you got moms that's still in college right now. And, you know, to find a good job to be able to provide for your family and chase your career. So um, the lifestyle is pretty much like a lifestyle of me. Motivational quotes and um, just trying to be an inspiration to others to let them know that they, you know, pretty much can be whatever they be, no matter what setbacks and stuff coming to your life, that you got this. So that's what it's pretty much about. Wow, you are a real Swiss Army knife. You got the you got the music career, you got the podcast, and you a teacher. Man, also I gotta say thank you for your service as being a teacher. You know because it takes a special person to want to tolerate kids for eight hours a day. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and I. I um, I've, I've had plenty of teachers on the podcast, and they've all had different stories <laughs> about the kids and stuff and their parents and dealing with the parents. So what's your advice to all the parents during this time of quarantine? Because you have some parents that are not really out here letting their kids do whatever, and then you have some that are trying to keep their kids occupied, but then you got some that just don't care. Well, I would say personally from my experience, um, just appreciate this time uh, with your kids being at home because if you know the world was back to normal you out here working um you know eight hours 12 hours grinding for your children so i would say take advantage of this time you know build a, a closer relationship get a little bit in more into your kids business because a lot of the times we work so much we don't even keep track of our kids or what's new or what's um happening in their lives so i would just say take this time to bond with your kids and create, you know, some little activities around the house where you guys can do uh, certain days of the weekend. Just, I'll just say build, just build a relationship with your children. That's real. That's definitely real. So I see you start the podcast this month. So what made you decide that now was the time to go ahead and start this podcast? Well, I started the podcast this month is because um, I have like a, a lot of new adventures going on in my life or whatever, like meaning I done like a couple of award shows, um, like gospel already awards, um, as being a presenter. And then, um, I just launched off doing, uh, music on my own. Cause I was like born and raised in the church. I am a PK. I'm an author as well, but, um, I am like a PK. So like I grew up singing with my family. So just last year, um, I kind of like launched off doing music on my own, like as an independent artist. So like, you know, God has really been opening doors as far as the takeoff for my music. So me starting the podcast is to give like, you know, followers or listeners uh, more of an introduction about me that I am not just a gospel artist and, um, you know, that I am a mom and, you know, I'm, I have a, a normal life, you know what I mean? So I mean, I'm just like anybody else that's out here. So that's what like really made me start the podcast and let people know that, you know, it's never too late to go after your dreams. That's real. So you feel like people don't, so all people just see you as, as the um, Trish B, the gospel singer? Yeah. And I don't want them to look at you just being a gospel artist, you know? 
I feel you on that. And how you deal with that, you know what I'm saying? Just being looked at as just a gospel artist. All, all you do is sing. Well, I mean, I don't look at it no type of way. It's just that um, I would just say, like, I just would like people to know more about me than just me just being a singer, you know? Like, I can still be, like, a friend, um, you know, like a mentor. I'm just not this gospel artist that's just sing all the time. Okay, that's real. So what made you want to pursue being a gospel artist? Because I know you told me you grew up in the church and you always sung in the church. What made you decide that you wanted to venture off and be a gospel singer? Well, I always sung, um, like I said, since the age of six, um, because I am a, a PK. So I was always like singing in a choir, praise team. And like what really made me want to be a singer, I would say, um, I would say like my emo the emotions that I was dealing with um deep down inside. Like I had a lot of things that I've been through as far as losing my brother um at the age of 14. Um he was at the wrong place at the wrong time and he got shot um at the age of him being 15. So at that age I really didn't know how to deal with it. So that's when my writing skills began to kick in instead of like uh venting other ways with his death I began to write. So then that's how I began to write my book that I released in 2016. And from there, I believe I began to turn my book, like the words into songs. So that's how I began to, you know, write as an artist. Uh, I'm like, I'm sorry for your loss. I'm sorry for the loss of your brother. I couldn't imagine losing a sibling. So my heart goes out to you. I'm, I said, I'm deeply sorry for your loss. So how have you, so do you have any more plans to write any more books? Yes, um, I thought about um, writing another book. Um, like I have like friends and family ask me that same question all the time. Um, right now, I have not had like downtime to start my other book. Um, but yeah, I have thought about writing another one because the first book that I wrote was pretty much like a memoir. Um, it was like a smart introduction of life. And like from how I ended the book off, so now I feel like this would be a best a best time to um, keep in mind, like, you know, to start writing again because of my life had changed from, you know, from then to now. So what changes have taken place in your life from the time you wrote the book to now? Well, so in the book, um, I wrote more about, um, like I said, it was a memoir. So I wrote more about the memory. Um, like I couldn't get the memory stuck out of my mind of losing my brother to um, walking in rebellious. Um, and what I mean by walking in rebellious is like, you know how you grew up as a PK. So therefore, like I began to rebel against my parents to the point where, um, you know, I began to lose faith. And like, I felt like, you know, I just wanted to crash all my dreams. And I didn't want to like, you know, um, do anything. And I, I went through like a, a time where my life um, was just blank, where I kind of did lose myself a little bit. But then at the same time, now, um, like, you know, in the present, like where we are now, I have accomplished a lot of things that I thought that I would never imagine accomplishing back then. So, yeah, I would, that, that is what would motivate me to write another book now. So in the time that you felt like you lost yourself, how did you motivate yourself to find yourself again? Well, what I did was um, when I, 
had like uh, my, my, when I had my daughter, um, you know, I began to look at her. And then as I raised her, I began to think about her future. So she's like, has a really big impact on the reason why, like, my choices and everything changed. So like, I went into the mind frame of, let me do this for myself. Like a role model and a mentor to her, to my daughter. And like so far, um, you know, she she's happy. Um, and it's a blessing because she makes me smile every time whenever she have like um, show and tell at school or if she have to do like a documentary. Um, she will write um, like she'll do her documentary documentary based off of me and my life and my book. So like I know most definitely that I'm a great inspiration to her. And that's what's give me the drive and the motivation to keep going. That's real. That you you're living proof that is that having a child really does change life. Because I've had like plenty of guests on who had who have children. They all hint back at to having a child really does change your life and that, and that motivates you. So that's that's definitely real, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the Look at Talk podcast, and this is the exclusive series tonight. We got Trish B, the host of the Lifestyle Podcast, and also a gospel artist. So tell me, Trish, what was one of your favorite songs that you produced? Um, one of my favorite songs that I produced, well, I actually have two, um, but I will go with the song called He Kelp Me. Um, and um, it, it's, um, it's like By His Grace He Kelp Me. By His Grace He Me. Now, why would you choose that one? Because... Um, with that one, I would say because of God' grace and like you know His love, um, and like I said, everything I've been through, He helped me up. Like He He kept me throughout the whole situation. That's real. So now, um, going back to your podcast, so how does one build their? How do you feel like one builds their confidence up? Well, I would say a person builds their confidence up is by pretty much loving themselves and um, I would say keeping yourself first. Yeah, that's real. And another thing also from the second episode of your podcast, what do you feel like was the key to a happier life? Um, with me, I'll say with my experience, um, I would say um, learning how to let things go and move forward. That's definitely real. You definitely got to like move forward and let things go and stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know by now, you are listening to Look Talk. Go ahead, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done so already. And also go ahead and subscribe to, um, to the Lifestyle Podcast if you haven't done so already as well. So what are some things about podcasting you wish you would have known before you got started? Well, I'm new to it. Um, I would say, well, there, there's nothing, but I would, would, would like to say that it is a big opportunity Um to meeting uh, new, you know, like new uh, friends or new networks and connecting. And I would say it's a, a great um, experience and opportunity to get out there um, for whatever subject that you have in mind that you want to talk about and uh, whatever you want the world to hear. I'll say it's a good opportunity to start a podcast. Yes, it's definitely a good opportunity. Now, tell me a little bit about your radio show. Does it, um like... 
What made you get started having a radio show and what's it about? Well, um, I'm actually the co-host of the radio show and that radio show is with um, Alonzo Bennett and it is called Hot 810 Radio and is a gospel radio um, station. Actually, it's a gospel station, but um, I am his co-host, his co-host for the show. And that's where you hear gospel music 24-7. And we also interview um, secular artists or like gospel artists that's in the industry. Okay, well, and now is this radio show on iHeartRadio? Um, it's on Flint. Okay, um, y'all go go ahead and check that out, ladies and gentlemen, as well. Um, tell me something that you feel strongly about, but nobody else agrees with you on. Uh, what was that? What's something you feel passionate about, or what's the thought you feel strongly about, but everybody disagrees with you on? I would say, um. Discipline and techniques sometimes with children. Oh, really? Because now, if you listen to the past couple of episodes, I've had a couple of moms on, so you might want to expound upon that a little bit, if you don't mind. What was the connection? I said, uh, okay, um, I hope you don't mind expounding upon that a little bit, if you don't mind, because. I had a couple of moms on this on like episode ninety five. One was like one was like punish that ass. The others were a little more reserved in how they punish. Yeah, the reason why I said um this discipline techniques is because um I learned like with being around children or uh, you know raising raising um, children that you don't always like have to be hard on on your children. Sometimes it just takes a listening ear. And see what that kid is going through. Because sometimes we can just um, not even like really hear what a kid is saying based off of, you know, like what we was, what we've been through or what we heard or our feelings, our emotions for the day. And we don't really take out the time to listen sometimes. And I would just say, like, if we would listen more to the kids and go off of like disciplining them based off of, um, you know, like the actions or what they're what they are saying. At that moment, yes, I, I definitely do feel that to a degree. You know, what I'm saying I definitely understand where you're coming from to because mental health is something we need to take important. Because to be honest, our parents' generation when we came up, they really didn't value that. So that's a that's a big that's a good look on your end. Now, getting back to your music, who are some of the, your um the um your favorite gospel artists that inspired well, you? Honestly, um. I would say I wouldn't really have a preference um, when it comes down to like the gospel artists that inspire me because I would say that everybody is great um, because it's all ministry and a message in their own type of way and their own type of music style. And the only reason why I say that is because um, I'm more of a hip hop gospel artist. So I'm more like um, an end time, like for the younger generation. So, like, I would say everybody is an inspiration for me to keep going. I love everybody music. That's real. So, now, another thought that just popped in my mind about that Sunday's Best the Show, and I remember one time I was sitting in church a well long time ago, the preacher actually criticized them. He says, how can you sit there and judge somebody singing the word of God? What are your thoughts on that show when it was airing? Um, that's that's kind of um, 
that's that's something to think about what you said because if um if you were to go if i was to give you a title of my book my book is called judge me not Ooh, the book is called judge me not okay so how'd you come up with that title um based off of what you were just talking about as far as um people just judging and i based off of what i feel on that is um no one can judge you but god because God looks at the heart, not the outer appearance. That's real. Y'all heard it here. No one can judge you but God. So to all you judgmental people out there, quit judging. You're just playing yourself. You're wasting your time. So what is your creative process like when coming up with episodes for your podcast? Um, I kind of like, I just brainstorm um, and try to talk about each topic a little bit. Um, I just, like I said, brainstorm. On different areas in life. That's real. So, if you could open a show for a gospel artist, who would it be, and why? Um, I would say Mary Mary. If I could open up a show for a gospel artist, I would say Mary Mary. Oh yeah, yes for Mary Mary. That's one of my mother's favorite um gospel artists growing up. She stayed playing them songs. I don't know. Did your mama do that to you? Like you'd be riding in the car and she would play the song and then play it again. <laughs> yeah, but my mom was more like uh, she'd constantly keep playing. Like I don't know if you. Well, you should have probably heard the TD Jakes, but like she would just keep playing the same sermon over and over again. Like mama, didn't you just hear that like ten times? But yeah. <laughs> See, mine was bad with the songs. We could be on a road trip, and she'll play it, and I look at her, I'm like, okay, mom. And she'll be like, one more time, baby. One more time. I'm like... Nah. <laughs> but I get you. <laughs> but, yeah, that uh, that's crazy. So, so where is the most favorite... Where is somewhere you performed at, and they really showed um, you love? I would shout out to um, Chicago. Every time I go to Chicago, um, it's a big city. They they always show a lot of love out in Chicago. Really? Well, that's good. Shout out to Cubana Kiss. She was on episode 98 of Look at Talk. She holds it down at Chicago. And also shout out to the ladies of the Coffeeology podcast. That's episode 90. Also out of Chicago. So what, like I said, you don't really admire artists. So what's something you want to change about the music industry? Um, I would say to just continue keep doing music from the heart. And if you're not doing it from the heart, um, to probably try to build like a relationship with Christ or um, get a little more intimate with him and just make sure you putting music out there that's from the heart. And not like off of like your, you know, off of a feeling. Just make sure it's, it's be, you know, make sure it's just being genuine. So, and then that way it can reach people. That's definitely real. So do you have any upcoming shows coming up soon? Well, after this um, Yeah, I did. I had a, um, a, a, a lot of shows coming up. Um, but right now everything is like on standstill. Um, I know I just got nominated um, as a, uh, uh, the best female um, hip hop gospel artist out, um, but everything is just been on um, it's on hold right now. But hopefully, you know, the world goes back to, um, you know, I wouldn't say normal because I know after this uh, the COVID nineteen, um, 
a lot of people's lives, are, you know, may not be the same because a lot of people got sick and affected with the virus. Um, but, you know, we just can't wait till it's all over. Yeah, I definitely feel you. But still, prayers up to everybody that has gone through the virus or contracted the virus. We are thinking about you. I look so we hope you a speedy recovery. You know what I'm saying? Y'all take the virus seriously. Y'all, y'all get your asses home if y'all need to be home. Just do your thing, ladies and gentlemen. This is Look at Talk. If you don't know, now you know. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done so already. And also give us some feedback, you know what I'm saying? Because we may be closing in on 100 episodes, but we can still use the feedback, you know what I'm saying? Ladies and gentlemen, this is Look at Talk. The exclusive round continues now. So go ahead and pull up that look at if you haven't poured it up already, ladies and gentlemen. So what's some advice you'd give to young artists who's coming up in the game right um, now? Be creative um, with their writing skills, and you know, just let that just let that pen write for you. Just let it do the work, and just you know, just stay, um, just keep you know, just stay inspired and keep going. Um, we're gonna pick it up right here where we left off. The last question I was gonna ask you was, what unique talent does one need to have if they're gonna last in the music game? Um, I would say communication skills. Why you feel like communication skills? Um, because like a lot of like everything, uh, everything in music has a lot to do um uh, with communicating. Um, as far as um, like writing, um, uh, copyrights, um you know, the lyrics and I'll just say communicating is the biggest thing in music because anybody create a song or anybody can just create a song. Anybody can just make music. So I would just say communicating like the main factors of like um, like your copywriting material and stuff like that and licensing, like, you know, the, the major big things in music because music is just not writing. That's that's so real. Music is not just writing. So where do artists go wrong when trying to sign record label deals? Um, I don't know. I would just I would just um recommend just being independent as an artist. Just you know, just staying independent. So you just think people just need to stay independent and just avoid the um record labels that will just throw you a lot of money, but on the back end they're getting over on you. Well, I wouldn't necessarily say that because everybody's lives are different. So some people can benefit um, from record labels or depending on you because, you know, you have a lot of people that um, don't have time to schedule um, like bookends or talk to people personally. And, you know, you got some people that just want to get straight to it where they just uh, have somebody contact the individual and they just show up and perform. So it all depends on the artist. That's real. That's definitely real. So, how how do you put on for your city and your music? Um, well, my my way of putting on is uh, pretty much just giving back, um, trying to get like everybody that's an artist in Wisconsin, um, like a chance to like show their skills or their um, creativity, and I'll say by like 
me hosting like community events or um, hosting like concerts and stuff like that. Cause I have done that a lot in my city um, last year. I haven't put anything together for this year cause I've been so busy with doing all my, my gigs and stuff. But like you said, once everything calmed back down, um, I put on by like throwing like events and giving people like opportunities to like uh, perform or like be the host of the events and stuff like that. That's real. So tell me a little bit about Milwaukee. What are some things to do in Milwaukee that most people wouldn't normally think of you do? Um, I'll just say work. No, I'm just saying. But no, some just some things in Milwaukee. I mean, um, I mean, Milwaukee is just known as uh, pretty much like I'll say uh, family working um, and like building your own business because um, you know you got like a different. Uh, what you say, like different cities do different things, but I'll just say Milwaukee is more like uh, cold. You know, we know uh, for getting real cold in the winter and, you know, football and basketball, but that's about it. Yeah, I see. I see the Bucks were dominating the league, but until the season just shut down. So, so what are some, what are the best food spots to try in Milwaukee? You said the best schools? No, food spots, like places to eat. Oh, um, yeah, we have like um the Golden Corral or like um what else I can think of? Um, Old Country Buffet. Um and that's pretty much I mean the steak the steak um we're not really known for like food places like how um St. Louis and stuff is in New York. Like we don't really we're not really known for like food places like that. Uh, I feel you on that. So how do you deal with the racism? Because I've heard a lot of bad stories about how they just, how sometimes they just don't treat us well up in Milwaukee. Well, I wouldn't say that. Um, I feel like it's up to you um, on like the person you are. It's how you make it with others. So I wouldn't say that Milwaukee is like a racism city. Cause it's not, um, you know, like I, I, like where I work at, I work with um, Caucasian people, and I don't feel that it's like racism. Everybody gets along. Like I said, it all depends on you, the way you communicate to others. And I know we did have that um, incident that happened. Um, I don't know if you heard about it, but the incident that happened over, I think it was on like the South Milwaukee, where an individual went to work and shot up a lot of people. Inside the inside of the company. Yeah, um, I think we may have heard about it down here, but the main thing um, what I was referring to was I've heard about how the police brutality that that happened up in Milwaukee and uh, a lot of other places up north. But I know I've heard stories about Milwaukee specifically with that and how sometimes they don't really pay attention to people that are suffering from the COVID nineteen as well. Oh, okay. Well, then you could be speaking of up north because you know, um, I'm in, I'm in Milwaukee, so you know what's. So it could be it could be up north too, because um, it's Milwaukee, Wisconsin, but I'm part of Milwaukee. I live in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, but you know Wisconsin is really big. Like you got Green Bay and all that. So you're right. You it could be up north, but like I don't really go up north, so I wouldn't know like to Madison and stuff like that. I understand. I understand. Uh, that's real. So, so what would you say your favorite type of day is? Do you like it when it's cold? Do you like it when it's hot? 
Well, I'm more of like a fall baby. Um, I'm like in between the hot and cold. Like I don't like when it's too hot or I don't like when it's too cold. So I'm more like fall. That's real. That's definitely real. So what's the food you like? A random question about you, by the way. What's the food that you love that a lot of people might find odd or they just don't like? Um, I don't think I have any. My favorite food is pizza because it's the easiest <laughs> to get on a go. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's true. Um, are you one of those people that put pineapple on the pizza? Yeah. <laughs> why? I do. Why do you? Why do y'all ruin pizza like that? It is not ruining <laughs> pizza. That makes it good. You should. You, you, say- you should try macaroni on a pizza too. It's pretty good. Not macaroni. I've I've had a macaroni and cheese pizza. I've had that. That is pretty good. But I've seen people that put kiwi on a pizza as well. No, not kiwi. Yes, I've seen kiwi. I'm like, are you serious? You really gonna put that good looking kiwi on on a um on a damn pizza? That's crazy. Anyway, moving on. So what, what what do you feel like is the best thing that you have going on right now in your life? Um, I'll say family. Um, spending time with my daughter. That's definitely real. All right, now we're gonna shift gears and move on to some previous topics that that were definitely on the look of talk, ladies and gentlemen. I'm gonna get your get your just a few few tidbits from you just to see what you're thinking of. So, what do you think about all these events that have just been canceled because of the quarantine? You think it was necessary for all the events to just be canceled? Um, I mean, yes, for uh, social distance, dis- distance, socially distance, yes. Okay, okay. Um, I understand you got got a little bit more time, so I'll go ahead and go and wrap this up up kind of early. So, what should people? Ga- what do you want people to gain from your podcast? Um, just pretty much, uh, to be successful, um, in anything that they got going on or anything that they do, even if they open up just a piece of business, um, just to be successful at it. And lastly, why should people go ahead and subscribe to your podcast? Well, um, they don't have to, but if they're, uh, interested in hearing, uh, like I said, more about, um, how to make uh, like a better you or how to be um, build your confidence or, you know, uh, live a, ha- a happier life, um, stay healthy. Um, I don't know, like choices, um, they'll go ahead and join. That's real. And also, what do you want? What's your message for your fans as um, supporters of your music? Um, they just, I guess, be blessed and stay positive and just keep God first. That's real. And I, I do want to thank you for your time tonight. And also, if you ever want, if you decide you want to have a guest on, you got somebody in Florida that's going to come, come on for you. In Florida? Yeah, me. I'll come on, be a guest whenever you want me to be. Oh, most definitely. I would love for you to come on. <laughs> you just let me know when and we'll make it happen. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Look at Talk exclusive round. I hope you all have enjoyed this episode. Uh, it's it's a little quicker than normal, but um, hope y'all enjoyed this episode. And until next time, pour the liquor up, and we will see you next time.